Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Water Cooler Chat Episode 12. Abai Wan Kenobi Part 6. Welcome back to 64 Tacos Podcast. This is uh, another water cooler chat. This is the final one of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this is going to be about the part six episode, the ultimate final battle, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, it wrapped everything up and, um, uh, Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader had their, their final fight and Obi-Wan got his mojo back and he kind of, he finally was able to, I think, let go of the, guilt he had from thinking that he had killed uh anakin uh from thinking that he had had turned him to the dark side and and done him in so matt what are your thoughts on this episode overall i liked it there are a couple things that really drove me nuts Mm -hmm. but uh overall i really liked it yeah you yeah, I, I did too. Uh, it, it had some really cool scenes, some really cool shots, uh, great fighting. You know, I've been critical on some of the other episodes and about the different different logical things and the different story elements. And I think at the end of the day, it it was a satisfying story. And I and I really like the Obi Wan character, and I like what they did with him. You know, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really move the needle as far as the, the ulti- overall Star Wars story. Uh, it just kind of fills in some of the gaps that are really not that necessary. But I think it's still satisfying and it's still an enjoyable experience. Well, it can't move the needle. Yeah, it can't. It can't. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're we're bookmarked between two stories. Right. We can't do anything too crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like this this last episode was a little bit rushed. Uh, I, I think they could have done a little bit better job of spreading out some of the story elements. Well, I feel like they really drug on some things I didn't care about. Right. And there were some things I was more concerned about that they didn't expand upon. Yeah. Like, when they're on the ship uh-huh. and Obi-Wan's like, well, the only way to save you all, the the birth of the rebellion, is for me to go and face Vader alone. Because yeah. Vader will follow me. Okay, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Love it. Makes sense. We're going to sit around for 10 more minutes. But <laughs> we're, we, we will get to it eventually. We'll, yep. we'll get there. We'll go. But uh, it's going to take a while before I actually leave. Right. Just so you know. <laughs> well, a star destroyer is bearing down on us, shooting yep. us as our shields deplete. And they just happen to have this little ship that he could take da- down there, right? Which wasn't that little. Yeah. It was like, where the heck was that thing? <laughs> I mean, that's great, but that was like 50% of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, things, uh, things of convenience like that really bother me most of the time, but I, I just gave up on that. I think two, two episodes ago, um, it, more, more than anything, I think it was sort of like how, how Reva is already on at, uh, already on Tatooine. And then 
there, you know, there's the whole fight scene and then there's, and then, then he has to go and save Luke. It just, it all got jumbled together. And, and usually I'm a big fan of like fast pace. I like the pedal to the metal type of stuff because, you know, it, it, even if there are story problems, that kind of speed and, and, and quickness, it doesn't let you think about it. It doesn't let you think about it enough. Um, and so, uh, I, I prefer that, but in this case, it just, it just fell off. Like it, it, it just kind of like sped things up too fast. And I'm like, really, she can get that. She can get all the way to Tatooine that quickly. I mean, yeah, they've got, you know, the hyperdrive systems, but still it just, it was like, bam, bam, bam. It was all happening so fast. She should be dead. Yeah. She should be dead. Period. I don't need that extra story with her and Luke. Yeah. The only thing it showed which was good, was that Owen and Brew loved Luke. Yeah. That's the only thing it really showed me. Yeah. I already knew it, but it reinforced it. Yeah, they're they're kind of better protectors than than Obi-Wan was because he's off gallivanting around, you know, taking care of Leia. But still, like, you know, they, they when when push came to shove, boom, they they went straight into action. Now they probably could have had some better like um I don't know, escape plans and like hiding well, plans and things Bruce like that. Seem to think about it. Yeah. And leave it to the woman to consider the child. You <laughs> right. <know>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause she really took care of it. Like uh-huh. she's like, Hey, I've thought about this. Yep. And the only reason Obi-Wan's gone is because you've been a dick. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. And let's be clear. Owen wasn't wrong. For being right. awful to Obi Wan, no, Anakin no. kind of went haywire. So, yep, and it's and it's totally acceptable for him to be like, yeah, no, I I want him as far away from any of this madness, the Jedi, the Empire, the whatever, just and to live a normal life. Yeah, yep, just be a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what else? What other things liked or didn't like? I could completely do without that Reva story that we just discussed. Like, yeah, you could have had Tuscan Raiders attack and get the same effect. Yeah. I I thought it was cool that they gave her character a little bit more of an arc, but let's be honest, that could have happened three episodes ago and been way more useful, impactful impactful and interesting. And it just, it just didn't need to happen in that last episode. Um, and also like in what world is everyone getting stabbed by lightsabers and not dying from it? You know, like, does anybody ever try to make sure anybody's dead when they, when they impale them or, you know what I mean? Well, that was my issue with it. Yeah. Uh, Vader's been quite adept at killing Jedi for a long time. Uh huh. And he's gonna purposely not wound her to kill. And she's okay with just a wrap around her chest. Right. Like she's 80% functional with a wrap around her chest. Mm -hmm. Come on. I like that we redeemed her. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't worth the plot hole for me. No. Uh, I did really like the fight scene between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. I liked the second half. Yeah, yeah, not not for the obvious reasons. I liked it because it got really dark at the end and I loved when Obi-Wan cut into his mask and you could actually see the humanity 
even if it was just his eye and part of his face there, like it was there. And, and it really, you know, Darth Vader is, is oftentimes a very flat character just because he's underneath all that, all that junk, all the mask and the cybernetics. But when they opened it up like that and the way that the way it was lit, you know, from a cinematography standpoint, Oh man, that was that was amazing. Like I, it actually gave me like shivers. Uh, if it, it felt along the lines of like a horror movie type of thing. That was really awesome. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was his breathing. Okay. It it was harder for him to breathe. Yeah. And he's still acting with such bravado. And Obi Wan knows he won. Yep. He knows it. He yep. can sense it. And I, I love the scene. I love that Obi-Wan was really tapping into the force to win. Yeah. Something that Vader, like, who's all aggression, can't. And uh, in the fight, I can't remember if it's in the first part or the second part. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Obi-Wan gets behind him, it was exactly like the flashback training scene. Yeah. That was really cool. It was a great callback. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I really liked the second part. I hate when we do, oh, the hero goes up against the villain and gets his butt kicked yeah. and is, you know, completely destroyed, but then rallies and comes back. It's, yep. Come on. Any villain worth his salt is like, yeah, I'm killing you. Yeah. You're going to come back if I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I think that was really my only complaint with it was just sort of like the, you know, the show of force uh, with, with like all the rocks, like, oh, I'm just going to dump rocks on him. And, oh, I'm just going to, you know, have all these rocks levitating. (laughs) It it was, it was just, it was excessive, but it was excessive in a good way. I mean, I still enjoyed it. It like made me geek out, you know? (laughs) That part was all fine and cool. Yeah. But. Are you telling me that when Obi-Wan set foot on the Death Star, you could sense him in the fourth movie, but you can't sense he died when you dumped a million rocks on him? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe he didn't, and he knew he would come back, and so it wasn't really... Like maybe he doesn't didn't actually want to kill him at that point. Well, maybe it was just hubris. I don't know. Like, yeah. like he could just been so arrogant about the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I need a little more explanation to what's happening. Uh, an all too easy, like he said with Luke. Yeah, something. He just turns around and walks away. Walks apparently two miles to his yeah. shuttle. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long walk because Obi-Wan sat and thought about things for a really long time before yeah. he busted out. And he busted out in a way that he threw a million rocks around without Darth Vader hearing it. So, And and don't you think that moment underneath all those rocks would have been probably a little bit better of a time for Qui-Gon to show up? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, I love the punch of... Qui-Gon showing up where he does. Uh Like, hey, I've always been here. You just haven't seen me yet. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's perfect. But Obi-Wan has been asking for Qui-Gon through this whole series. He's been looking. And when he needed him most was when he was under the rocks. Yeah. And not necessarily full force ghost 
under the rocks with him because that would have been weird. Just the voice. Just the voice. Yeah. Focus, Obi-Wan. Remember your training. You know, something like that. Yeah. It was like Obi-Wan was finally starting to get balance back in the force. And and Qui-Gon could have been really important to helping him do that. Not just the overcoming the guilt of of uh of Darth, you know, his feelings about uh, Anakin. And and what if I remember correctly, didn't he sort of like he had a moment under the rocks, but it was all flashbacks of Leia, which I thought was kind of odd. Or am I misremembering? Well, flashbacks that? of the whole series. Yeah. Really. Okay. It, it was fine. Yeah. I guess that's it's fine. It's very vanilla, very safe. Yeah. I think Qui-Gon would have been better. Like, how awesome would it have been with Qui-Gon's voice and flashbacks of Obi-Wan as a kid training, learning lessons? Mm -hmm. That would have been great. Yeah. But it, it, it was fine. Yeah, I would, I would say overall as a series, it, it did what it needed to do. And it was... It was not very well balanced as far as, you know, action and the, the s- slower parts, uh, they could have, they could have balanced it out a little bit better. Uh, to, in some ways it kind of feels like they had this as a movie idea, but when solo, the solo movie bombed, they decided that they didn't want to go with the, the movie route with it. So they decided to turn it into a series and then they had to kind of stretch things out and make it fit more of a episodic nature. Well, I'm glad they did that. Yeah. I like this longer form. I think I want to see more Star Wars in this longer form, this six hour form. Yep. I liked it overall. It had its flaws. It had things I didn't like. Uh, If I were to rate it uh, out of six tacos, um, I'd give it five. I enjoyed it. Simon enjoyed it. It was very fun to watch it with Simon. Uh-huh. And that's part of the fun of Star Wars is like it transcends generations. Yeah, it does. Would What would you rate it out of six stars? I think I would get it. I would give it um, four and a half. Okay. We're pretty close. Yeah. There are a lot of things that I really liked about it. Um, I think the continuity stuff... Uh, yeah, I'll give him a pass on some of that. They did wrap that up with the whole Leia, the Obi-Wan going and talking to Leia and telling her, we got to keep this secret. You know? <laughs> well, I like that little last meeting with her. I think that the real Obi-Wan wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I did like that he got that last moment with her. And um, I love her mom. She's like, I'm wearing this holster. I'm wearing these weird boots. <laughs> For this formal meeting, and mom's like, oh, I love it. Like, great. Like, your kid's got some flavor, and you're going to embrace it. I love it. Yeah. And on that note, I think we have wrapped part six. (laughs) So uh, tune in for further water cooler talks. And thanks for listening. I caught it on audio. 